In today's episode, we talk to you about tips that made us better lifters. This is Chalk My Back. Intro song? Yeah, go ahead. I'll be the I'll be the drums. I never heard Abe laugh that hard in a while. <laughs> the, the the it was so wholesome. The every with no assistance from me and Josh. That was that was nice. Everyone just like wait. He's learning, dude. Good. He's making progress. Did I get it right? Oh, proud. Yeah. No. 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 This is our. This is our. Uh, no, okay, I'm not gonna pull up the anime. <laughs> Do it. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now that we've now now that we have uh, sufficiently just gotten as many people to stop listening as we can, <laughs> now we can get into it. This is the beginning of so, the uh, the I don't know the strength arc. Of all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is where we this is where we start um we have to have some backstory or one of us one yeah. of, we have somebody one of us has to die in order for the remaining two to get stronger yeah and then we're gonna overcome then, some some obstacle i think i'll die josh you become the main character even stronger and then anas will go train with orochimaru and uh Kill his brother or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Nice. So, before we get into talking about today's topic, which will be tips that we have learned um, along the way in order to just become stronger or better lifters all around, it could be something we learned ourselves, something we learned through experience, or something that was taught to us. Um, I wanted to talk real quick about this whole like Arnold Schwarzenegger being canceled. And y'all know, do y'all know what's going on with this? Have y'all heard about this? No, I haven't heard about it. I, I haven't heard about it. Fill us okay. in. Nice. Well, I've seen the video. I've seen the video, but I didn't watch it. I just skipped it. I, I, I didn't hear, I didn't see it directly in my, in my like algorithm, social media algorithm. I feel like it only appears on certain people's algorithm. And, and I, I think once I explain what the video is about, you'll know what people are seeing this and what aren't and who aren't. But essentially, Arnold was being interviewed um, and asked about the vid, you know, the COVID and, and, and the vaccine and his opinion on people getting vaccinated. And he made a comment uh, to the extent of saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but to the extent of saying, uh, you should cast aside your freedoms and just get the vaccine. So people didn't take a liking to that uh, redcon which is like, I guess, one of the biggest sponsors of like Arnold's, you know, fitness convention, the mm-hmm. Arnold. They backed out. They were like, we like Arnold, but, you know, we can't stand by him when he's saying that you know, we have to cast aside our freedoms, blah, blah, blah. And then Brian Shaw <laughs> recorded a video in his gym and said, I trained with an American flag behind me. So I don't like what Arnold said. Something like that. So like... <laughs> Somebody sent yeah, you're, me the you're video. Paraphrasing a lot, but yeah, I'm sure. paraphrasing a lot, but you know, <laughs> essentially, people there's there's people who are like, I don't like what Arnold said, and there are people who are saying, I don't think it was that big of a deal. So, I don't know, man. Based off of that, what do y'all think? Man, let Arnold, I mean, Arnold. Yeah, and you don't really do a good job of explaining what happened, so I have no clue what he said. What? <laughs> I just said it. He said, "Forget your freedom. Get the he vaccine." Get? What do you say? Another no. F word. He said. He said, "Forget." <laughs> <We> said. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Does it matter what he said? Yeah, it does <laughs> matter. If so, if he said forget, we said like an F word. Like, well, like it makes a big difference. It's like okay. What if you said frick, frick your freedoms? What, what he, would you say? Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I have to watch the whole video, honestly. You know what? 
I'll send it to you in the group chat. You could watch it later, but <laughs> all right. I'll I'll go I'll be on um, Brian Shaw's side on that one. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Josh, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Arnold can say whatever he wants, dude. He can. Uh, do you agree? Do you agree? Do you not agree? No. <laughs> no. Do you want to frick your freedoms? I like my freedom. <laughs> so, uh, no. You that's, don't agree. That's my, you don't agree with an Arnold, or you that's, disagree with that's, Arnold? That's my final answer. Oh, what? he said, "Screw your freedom." Freedom. Oh, and not no. just to think about. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Damn After much God. deliberation, and then that's that's Redcon saying like, "Oh, we don't want to." Oh, and it's, it's their it's their decision. So he didn't say he didn't say forget. Unless he said screw. That's an okay, so what do you think about what do you think about that? Man, he can say whatever he yeah, wants. He can say whatever. I know he, he can wants. say whatever he wants. Everyone can say whatever they want, but. Mm-hmm. What do you think about yeah. it? Do you agree with them or? Uh, yeah, I do agree with them. I feel like at a certain point, there are there's there there's just like things you do because it benefits society as a whole. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if "screw your freedom" was the best way to say it, but people who are using their individual freedom and liberties as an excuse to not get a vaccine seems kind of seems kind of whack to me in my personal opinion since you asked for it but um i also think that if redcon backed out as a sponsor that's their that's their decision to do so it kind of that, that kind of seems lame to me because <laughs> it's arnold and he said some priests i think arnold has done some much much worse things that people have stood by him regardless of so that this being the camel or the straw that broke the camel's back is like, come on, dude. It's Arnold. Yeah. He's known for just saying whatever he wants. It's, it's Arnold. I mean, Arnold. You don't, you, do I think I it's mean, a big deal? Yeah, like no. he... Oh, okay. I don't think it's a big deal. Joe Rogan says the stupidest stuff. Well, I don't know why I'm even bringing up Joe Rogan, but I just feel like the people who want to cancel Arnold probably love Joe Rogan. So. <laughs> Joe Rogan's <laughs> uncancelable. Like, I feel like that's a, that's a crossover uh, market, but... In terms, in terms of fitness and and strength training, this has nothing to do with it. But in terms of fitness and strength training, Arnold is just a big. He's the biggest, yeah. you know, uh, idol. Yeah, yeah, he's an icon. icon. Yeah. So, well, not anymore. I'm just surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not going to do a damn thing. He's he's still Arnold. He has his legacy. That's not going to be washed away by a few people being offended by him saying "screw your freedom." What if he ends up under a bridge? We'll still. We'll people <laughs> so, I don't. Arnold. I don't know how old Arnold is. He's old, he's but old, he buddy. still is looks more more put together than Chris Duffin does. <laughs> <laughs> the meta. The meta here is that Anas is equating Chris Duffin to a homeless man. <laughs> and me, I, I'm the one who brought yeah, it up. It's not Chris. If you're listening, it's a nice. It, no, 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 no. It wasn't him. <laughs> I agreed. No, I agreed. But Anas brought it up. Let's be honest. Come on. It came from Anas's head. Um, I did agree. I also slightly. agree. Yes, but Anas, you know, you really brought that home, Anas. That was good. That was a good reference. Also, but, uh, you're, the tire, you're the, the one tire tracks. Tire tracks. <laughs> They're not tire tracks. That's a, that's a thing. What is it? I don't know what it's supposed to be, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah, it's is that a snake tracks. or something? I don't know. It's a snake. It's a, it's a dragon, dude. It's not a snake. Dragon or something? <laughs> he went into his tattoo artist and was like, oh, I want a snake. He's rushing over, dog. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. You got a picture? Pulls up a picture with Toyota. He was dying. No, Chris goes to his tattoo artist. He's like, hey, can I get a tattoo? And then they're like, Chris. This you're not a tattoo. This is this is you're not a tattoo artist. This is the mechanic shop, and he's laying on the he's laying on the hydraulic lift, and there's a truck on top of him. Oh, that's how he came up with the uh, body tempering company. The body tempering, oh, you know, oh, oh, you the know geisha. Yeah. Oh, the geisha. Oh, that, that's how he came up with it. Just, okay, that so all makes sense. Walked into a so mechanic shop. That all makes sense. You know, yeah, Chris Duffin. It, he came up with body tempering. 
while thinking he was getting a tattoo, but in actuality, he was getting run over by a monster truck. Under a hydraulic press. <laughs> yes, yes. And then he was like, whoa, that was crazy. My body actually feels a little better. Maybe I should just like market this. There you go. You're welcome. That's in his book, right? Um. Yeah. I think, I right. think he, wait, he, in book. he wrote a book. Yeah, he wrote a book. <laughs> He's had a book. Oh, okay, nice. All right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. He found a book. Oh, exactly no, what you mean. he wrote a book. <laughs> What's it called? Um, Chris Duffin's book. That. <laughs> <laughs> So back okay. to the, the Duffin thing, who who was crazier to meet, him or Mike T? Oh man, uh, I think Chris because hundred oh, percent Chris. Yeah, Mike T. Was, he actually, Mike T. I had to give him a ride to his hotel, but he was nice about it. Remember, he was hiding. He didn't want to ask us for a ride, so he was kind of like just he, hiding in the bushes. He was hiding. Did he hit you with like the, that Simpsons uh, meme where like he just like disappear in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> like in the bushes, like he just like like yeah, disappeared back and like disappear. You know, meeting Chris, he was uh, when he came to Metro. It was like um, he was still training, so I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff. I don't know if it's true necessarily, but he, you know, he was like he can't auto regulate his body temperature. So he just trained until he like hurt himself. He was doing he was doing front squats and he didn't he didn't have the mobility at the time. I don't know if it was like a shoulder thing he was going through where he couldn't like put his hands on the bar to do a front squat. Well, what did he do? So he so this is what he did. Uh he had straps, like a pair of like lifting straps, um that he would that he he looped around the bar <laughs> around where it would be for his shoulders, and he asked me to hold on to them. So I'm like, I'm holding on to these lifting straps while he's, while he's front front squatting. And I felt like I was riding a Chris Duffin chariot straight through the gates of hell. And, um, I remember Calvin, I think the listeners know Calvin at this point, Calvin spotted him. And this was when the whole velocity based training was first, was first catching on. And people had like those little, cylinder uh machines that had a little string sticking out of it that you put to the bar so you could see how fast you moved it in meters per second um because that mattered and then I bought, I bought that thing and it broke in one week yeah no hey i'm sure a lot of people did doug but then remember you remember calvin asked him is like hey is that like a velocirometer or something like something made up <laughs> And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is what you know." Then he he started having a conversation, and yeah, Calvin yeah. later on was like, "That's when I knew <laughs> that he didn't know what he was." He talking just about. went along with it. Hey, is that the yeah. uh, Velosa Velosa speed speed reader? Oh yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Hold on. So can can we talk about him? Wait, wait, wait. Able Hold on. It was like a few years ago, so maybe he knows now. Maybe he knows. Now. Wait, what about his core body temperature? <laughs> yeah, he said he can he can't regulate it. I mean, so hold on, so he can't sweat. I I remember this, and I don't know if I'm misremembering it, but there was a whole thing about him not being able to like sweat or feel pain, like his nerve endings or something weren't working correctly, and so he would he would need to have like somebody monitor his internal body temperature to tell him like when to stop. Someone to mo- who? Yeah, like who, a doctor. Who is like, monitoring who, like, that? What? No, maybe he monitored himself like externally, like an app. But again, I'm not. A, I'm not like a Chris Duffin expert. I just saw him one time in Dallas under the bridge. So, what is he gonna do if his body temperature gets too high? I don't um, know if you so, watch My so Hero Academia, but like so you, you know, know Todoroki when he goes into when he goes into his like fire oh, stage. Yeah, his ice and uh-huh. fire stage. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's Chris Duffin. Chris Duffin is uh, <laughs> oh. is is Todoroki's dad. What's his name? The fire the fire hero. I don't watch that uh, show. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch that cartoon. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take it back. Hey, take that back, now. Take no. that back. It's no. Japanese. It's Japanese art. No. Anyways, anyways, okay. Why do you guys want to keep talking about Chris Duffin? Right? I, I, I want to. It's, it's so interesting. Right <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> so like, if you um, can't regulate your body temperature, do you just like? Are you like? You know, like how dogs can't. Like, oh can't God! Sweat? He compared him to a dog. No, 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 no I'm just saying. <laughs> he compared Chris Duffin to a dog. 
Oh, first Arnold now, dog. We're gonna get canceled. This episode is brought to you by Kabuki Strength. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Tires from us. Oh my god. <laughs> Discount Tire Company. I know, like, yeah, Kabuki Strength in partnership with Discount Tire. <laughs> Golly, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it again, but. So what does someone do? Like if they can't sweat, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so dogs can't regulate their body temperature. So do you know how they by do sweating, it? Sweating? No, by sweating they can't. They no, can't no, sweat no, they can't sweat. So you know what they do? Yeah, what? So I don't know if you if you've seen a dog like on a hot day when they're they stick their tongue out and they pant like. And that's how they regulate body temperature. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. that is true. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I've never met Chris on a hot day, so I don't know. <laughs> but I am, you know, I'm gonna leave that to your imagination, Anas. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm on one of those like daytime talk shows, and you know how they have like an expert in like a specific field. Like they got like the animal experts coming in. Like, oh, I know all about crocodiles, or I know are you, are you all like about Chris Duffin. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm a Chris Duff Chris Duffin anthropologist or something like how, that. How about how about you read his book this week oh, and we come right back now. next week? Give us right a now. review. When we figure it out. Yeah. Give us a go. reader's digest of his book. This is this is this is okay. Listen to this. You guys are gonna be blown away by this. So Chris Duffin, before he uh was part of Kabuki, he had a YouTube channel, and I think he had a fitness fa- uh, training facility called like Elite Fitness. Because I know he was he did a lot of writing for Elite FTS. Um, so I actually did used to read a lot of Chris Duffin's like articles, like his actual articles back when I first started training, when I first started getting into powerlifting. And not gonna lie, he did give a lot of good, useful uh, tips regarding. Um, training that i i hadn't i hadn't seen before that was some that was some of the earliest content that i remember actually applying to my training program so that kind of ties into what we're supposed to be talking about I, today i i knew you were trying to be smooth about it wow. you're trying to transition into today's no, topic. i promise though I, but i no, promise that was, you though that was smooth that was good that was good <laughs> I, yeah. I promise you though in terms of the content because i know i always talk about like the the t nation articles but like t nation and lead fts were kind of like this one in the same to me. So like when I remember reading Chris Duffin's articles, like Chris Duffin, um, who's the, the House of Bicep? Clint, Clint, Clint Darden. Darden. Yeah. Yeah, him. Um, I remember when it came to learning about not just powerlifting, but just how to lift weights in general, Chris Duffin had really good uh, like his his writing and videos to supplement and his explanation of bracing to me made so much more sense and i know that's like his big thing now with like kabuki and everything but like when he's when he started getting into it he had like videos and they'd be like short clips they wouldn't have like any fluff or like an intro or anything it'd just be like raw like footage of him just like going over these cues and um he when he talked about the brace being not just like the front of your abs, but also like your side obliques and then your back erectors in terms of what you should be thinking of pressurizing it. And he compared it to like a cylinder, like a, uh, like a piston in an engine and how the piston goes up and down. And when it goes down, it's pressurized kind of like a spring. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And that's still something that I think of like equating my, my core when bracing to like a piston uh, or a spring when it's being compressed. What about y'all? No, I mean y- you're right because like his content versus I don't know if you keep up. Have you have you kept up with Elite FTS? Like what they put oh, out? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot yeah, of it now you... is like flashlight stuff, right? Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think it's, it's not... yeah flashlight. Yeah. As they have, I, I use their discount. Yeah, I use their discount code. <laughs> <laughs> Elite FTS flashlight. It's like Evan Cardone's cologne. Yeah, I was watching this one video by uh, by uh, Dave Tate. Yeah. 
and like he was teaching someone how to how to squat and how to brace and like his explanation of bracing was was probably like the opposite of what Chris Duffin would teach like you know like how Chris Duffin is teaching you how to stack like your ribs over your pelvis yeah where Dave Tate was like no 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 push your hips back arch your back <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. This doesn't look right. Your hamstrings. Yeah, and and like you, you. I I was looking at the comments, and everyone's like, "This is is this free? (laughs) Putting this this gold for free?" I was like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if it would be gold. All this, yeah. But like, what I thought you were gonna say, what you actually learned from Elite FTS. <laughs> so you learned, you learned what not to do. You yeah, learned, yeah, learned, learned what not to do. Don't do that. Yeah, just opposite. Just look at what they do and just do the opposite. <laughs> I remember watching. <laughs> I was that was a cough. I was trying not to cough. Sorry. I remember watching Dave Tate's "So You Think You Can Bench" series. Uh, when I like that was that was the first introductory into like bench pressing that i had ever had was that video because i didn't really start working out until college but Let me that take a video guess. went over everything dude it was it was good it was good for the day was it, for the time was that, it good? I, I have i haven't listened to, i haven't watched it in a long time so i'm sure that like a lot of elite elite fts stuff is related to like geared lifting like people who are not only on gear but who are like equipped Oh, I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> Equipped, yeah. So, like you know, we we know now. Maybe I know I didn't. Maybe y'all did, but I didn't know at the time the differences in how people who are in equipment train versus people who are not in equipment. So I was trying to like incorporate some of that, some of the methodologies, but. More than anything, I feel like the the intensity was there, so that was that was helpful in and of itself. Um, so, like aside from Chris, Chris Duffin's cues on keeping your like you, like you said, announced your rib your rib cage and your and your body stacked and pressurized when when uh, bracing your midsection, a lot of Elite FTS's tips on your training intent were helpful for me as well. Help keep me motivated and disciplined. Intent as far as intention, yeah, I can, I can see that. But as far as like execution and like Hell helping yeah, people perform like more efficiently, move better, it's like that's probably not the place to go. God, man, we're not gonna get any sponsors with that attitude. Golly, <laughs> we're gonna start have to sell out eventually. Now, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna sell out to Elite FTS. So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> pick another one. We'll pick. Uh, I don't know who else is out there. Uh, Titan. Titan's pretty cool. Titan? Yeah. yeah, Titan has good customer service. Oh, Titan's the greatest. What What about you, Josh? Come on. Oh, some Lay tips. it on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, a, give us some of your tips and tricks. Uh, I mean, I was taught kind of like the old school way. So, like, some of the stuff you learn, like, you know, pushing your hips back and keeping on your heels. That was kind of like my intro into mm-hmm. lifting. Ripito? Yeah, <laughs> the Ripito way. And, uh... Later on, I learned that that wasn't the right way. Uh, Anas taught me how to keep pressure through my midfoot, my entire foot. <laughs> Kept taught me how to keep things stacked and in line. That really, so that, really that was a thing back then, right? Just like keeping all your weight on your heels, can like mm-hmm. sit on your heels. Yeah, like my first three coaches, that was like that was it. They were like, oh, those shoes that push you're wearing, they have a heel, so you can push all the weight into them. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, rolled with it. If if, he, if it sounds good, it made sense back then. Yeah, it, like yeah. it sounded like it could possibly like if you yeah. think about uh, they they I think the the way that they compared it was to like a sumo wrestler because they're like man sumo wrestlers are pretty stacked. They they look like they have wide stance when they're in their in their uh, in the ring. We could probably incorporate that to to powerlifting. Ain't nobody gonna question it. Yeah, <laughs> but it made know, sense. Yeah, theoretically, but didn't really translate too well. I don't know. I, I feel like I made some good gains with the Ripito, uh training method. You know, I felt like it was hard to hit depth because when you hit, when you shoot your hips back, it's like the bar is behind your heels, <laughs> and you're pretty much sitting in a chair. I, I did y'all ever do that? Did y'all ever? Uh, I know box squats are a thing, but I did do the whole sit in a chair. Um, 
to test your depth on squat when I was training at, at UTA. A lot of weird stuff, man. It was fun. It was fun, though. Sit in a chair? Like like you have a chair behind you and you just like squat on the chair? Like what do you mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Oh. Like you sit, like you squat, you sit down in the chair, you put your back like up so again, you, like back to the backrest. You wouldn't. So you, you sit down or you sit back? You just yes. like push your hips back all, all no, the way back. You, no, you sit down in the chair. I don't know how else with, to say well, that, Josh. Well, Can you please explain it to me? With well, on there's your a back. difference between there's a difference between pushing your hips back and pushing your hips down. What were you saying, announce? <laughs> I was just trying to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That video is uh, really interesting. Were you trying to sit back into the chair or? down onto the chair because ripito was, was teaching you to sit back yeah i was sitting back and then once i got to the chair i also put my back back as well oh. it wasn't a good tip <laughs> i don't know <laughs> why you're trying to dissect it it was terrible it was bad it was very bad <laughs> it sounds like a good one I'm just what trying i did to get a though vid- yeah i'm just trying to get a visual of what you did imagine me sitting in a chair with a bar on my back and then getting back up and then doing it again a couple of times. So, That's what I did. So how did you learn that that wasn't like a good tip for you? And that you're like... Whenever, whenever you showed up to comp and there was no chairs on the platform. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are the chairs? Where, hey. Where's the chair? Use the I'm chair? Like, I know. You know, <laughs> you know when I did my first meet at Metro and, you know, that was... I don't... People still do this and there's nothing wrong with it. But like, I was doing that thing where I was having somebody yell when I hit depth so I wouldn't go any deeper than depth. See, I was like squatting so slow. Yeah. Up! You hit it! You got it! That's it! And you're still like a a foot high still? I haven't even unracked it. (laughs) Up! (laughs) What? Damn, I'm... I'm, What? I'm deadlifting. (laughs) I'm weighing in. No, oh, that's yeah, that's, that's a good tip. I mean, like you know, for anyone that struggles to hit depth, you know, getting an up call may just keep work. going down until you get an up. Yeah, call. just keep going. I actually did that because, like, um, at the Europa, like I think I had someone like someone was having trouble hitting depth. Like they didn't know like if they were hitting depth or not. I was like, well, like you just keep it going down. Like once I give you the call <laughs> to go up, go up. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I just squat lower. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, just keep just don't stop. What don't do you, stop. People who anticipate the depth is this, that that's a whole that's a whole different level of micromanaging that I just cannot be a part of. Like they're trying to control every part of the lift. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then, what what did you do to fix your your chair squat thing? Man, I just got I just got better, man. I'm sorry. Like I just I've been lifting for like almost nine years now i think or something like that did, so did you fix it on your own or did someone fix it for you <laughs> i feel like i just barely learned how to squat so nah, <laughs> I you know you know what i'm gonna say anas helped me of course anas is the man he yeah, yeah more yeah. of like this the squatty the squatty squat and not the sit back squat because i still have videos of me doing like the sit back squat when i first got to metro yeah but this stuff recently. is more recent, but this stuff is like the squatty squats, like they're not like we didn't really like no one said squatty squat like back in like 2016. No, no, you remember? no one no. said drop. Yeah. yeah, no one said drop your hips. Like everyone said push your hips back. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was like more. I mean, I don't remember like us cueing each other's like, hey, push your hips back. Like I don't, we just trained. I don't think we. And I remember. I remember being intentional about it because the everything that I would hear was that if you sit back, you load your hips and you load your hamstrings and your posterior chain, and it's like you get the rubber band effect. And that if you just sit down, and I remember hearing about like if you just go straight down like a high bar, then you're only going to get quad engagement and your your glutes are not going to be engaged. But which is like now, like you said, doesn't make any sense based off of what we're hearing and what we're, you know, applying to our training right now. But I mean, back in the day, it was like, you were afraid that if you didn't shoot your, I was afraid if I didn't shoot my hips back, then I wasn't going to engage like half of my legs. <laughs> you weren't going <laughs> to use any of your quads. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, the, yeah, you, you weren't going to use your quads because you're Where are my glutes? Your hips back. Yeah. yeah. Where am I? Oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm not using any quads, no quads whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't get quads until 2019. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, the meta changed a little bit. 
as like mm-hmm. you know we learned more and we learned that um keeping everything in line and that using a blend of both your quads and your hamstrings and your posterior chain actually benefits you more in your squat um, yeah and i mean when it came to actually like helpful tips um something that i think i got maybe got this from like mike isratel from uh juggernaut or i guess rps uh, i don't know if there's a difference but when lifting he was mentioning like actually thinking about activating your muscles like kind of like a bodybuilder does when they're um when they're training for hypertrophy but when i actually thought about mentally engaging the muscle that i was like if i'm squatting and actually thinking about activating my my quads or my hamstrings and my glutes kind of like flexing them but at different levels of intensity throughout the lift kind of like starting out with just stability and like maybe that's 20 percent of my engagement and then you know active do it throughout the lift mm-hmm. using near 100 percent to get out of the hole of the squat but that also helped me just in general have a better feel throughout the movement because you when you first start out, everything kind of feels foreign. Like you don't have that mind muscle connection. So actively thinking about flexing and contracting the muscles as I was lifting, not only squats, but like with bench and deadlift and and any of my accessories, obviously as well. That was, that was really helpful. Is he the one that came up with that term, the mind muscle connection? I don't know if he came up with it. I don't know where a lot of the stuff that we use. Cause I remember, I remember that term being passed around. But I don't remember if it was him that coined it. It seems like such a like that's like I I would I would have to assume that that was something that existed far before like Israel's time. I feel like Arnold was kind of talking about some of that stuff back in the day. Ar- Arnold had a different term for it though. Yeah, he didn't call it the mind muscle connection. <laughs> he, yeah. he called it. What did he call it? Anas, Josh, what, uh, did, what did he call it? Uh, Pumping of milk. I don't know. <laughs> that was uh, horrible. Arnold, you know, Arnold was, was like was, Yugoslavian. It was, yeah. it was more sexual than anything. Yeah, sexual. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't understand. Whatever. Yeah, you do understand. Yeah, you do understand. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um, you, nah. you want it to get canceled too. You want this podcast to get canceled? <laughs> hey man, screw your milk. Okay, screw, screw your, your milk. milk. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> you can you can go frick yourself, man. Get okay. fricked. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, good because that that kind of leads into like um so when i learned uh, this again kind of applies to squat so when i first started squatting i would just dive bomb my squats which is horrible to do but, oh i remember yeah. that speed though right yeah speed because i just thought oh, do it fast and get the lift over with it so um i think one of my first coaches taught me how to keep tension in my feet that would help me like activate with my hip. Oh yeah. Yeah. AMS. That's so, he's ahead of his time. He was ahead yeah, of his time. Was, yeah. I remember I remember some of this though. But it wasn't like um, a cue. What do you call it? I don't I, I don't know. He just he was like tension he's like tension your feet like you're screwing your feet into the ground. Something like that. Yeah. And well never mind. He wasn't that ahead of his time if he was trying to tell you to screw your feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving him too much credit. <laughs> yeah. I think the heavy feet the heavy feet cue, like if someone used it back in the day, like that was a really good cue. No, oh, yeah. you know who I watched a lot? Let me know if y'all if did y'all ever uh watch or listen to or read any of the supple leopard stuff uh, by Kelly Starrett? <laughs> Ooh. yeah i still have that book yeah. on my laptop i think yeah yeah i remember he he always talked about creating um what's the word torque yeah so he would talk and i'm put, i'm putting my hands out like y'all can see them but you can't but okay, he would always talk about like your hand. Yeah. exactly yeah anchoring yeah. your feet and then like using your knees to twist outward and create that torque and i remember i remember not what you want to do <laughs> please no one do that i remember I th- being I think so podcast, like, we, we, should, we should just like have a disclaimer is like everything we said so far don't do yeah, don't, like don't do any of this stuff we already we mentioned i did that on deadlifts yeah. yeah i did that on deadlifts i was thinking about twerking my legs more than i was thinking about anything else pushing or anything it was just like i was thinking just, if i torqued my legs as much then just the weight's just gonna fly your hip <laughs> my exploded <laughs> you just your hear from across the gym pop, 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 pop. 
Somebody, somebody making popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you use anything else from his um work? Oh yeah. Oh, when you know, hey, you know what? His mobility stuff. Well, mobility, you know, but also his, I would, I would call it prehab and some of just his general like warm ups and and stretches and like his band work. I, I don't know if he was one that came up with the the term distraction in terms of like referencing it with bands but 100 percent, yeah oh, oh man i would when i bought the i bought a whole bunch of bands off elite fts you were and i was like the whole i was distracted as <laughs> he couldn't pay attention at all <laughs> i was distracted dog oh man i was so distracted like he so for those who don't know when he referred to distraction he would refer to it in the sense of like if you had shoulder pain, then you would wrap the band around your shoulder and anchor the band to like a, you know, a, a like squat a rack, rack or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah, something that you can't. And then you'd step out and then you'd create tension with the band so that it's applying pressure to whatever area was tight. If your shoulder or your hips or whatever. And there was that stretch. And he that was what he would refer to as distraction. And he'd be like, and but... You know, a lot of that stuff, it, it, it kind of works for me anyways. It, it, it makes sense. It works temporarily. Like, it works for, like, a good, like, half an hour. But you wake up the next day and, like, it's oh, it, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't. I don't foam roll anymore. I don't do any of, the, like, the 30, 45-minute stretches and warm-ups that he did. But every now and again, like, if I am feeling... um like for a warm up, you know, like if I need to, whatever, Get uh, do something different. If I need to, if I'm paying too much attention, I need to be distracted. I, I may refer to some of his older stuff. You know what I mean? So I remember this meme, like with this post that someone posted about, like how everyone, like you know, like if you look, if you look, if you go on Instagram, like everyone is um, is trying to market something. Like you have people marketing yoga, people like marketing PRI, FRC. And like they had like I sent I sent this uh, meme in the group chat. If you want to look at it, but no, like okay. he, hold on, let me make sure that the that video of Redcon doesn't start playing again. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Redcon. Rest in peace, Redcon. <laughs> I just realized he had a, a shirt that said seventeen seventy six. I don't I don't get the reference. But yeah, in this, uh, in let this me read post, this for the uh, for the people. Yeah, he, had, he has the Kelly Surratt one. It's in the middle. Okay, so what I'm what I'm looking at right now is a meme that says if you have ever felt the fitness industry is confusing and contradictory, you're not wrong. So some of the examples are yoga, stretch your hamstrings, breathe and relax into the stretch, functional patterns, there are no hamstrings, there is only rigid fluidity, Kelly Starette, smash your hamstrings into oblivion with this supernova. <laughs> you know, that's what you used to do. Yes, dude. Well, we, but all we used to do back in the day is just fucking like ha- like find like some just ball anything or something and just roll like on a, it a, a, a lacrosse ball and just and then sit on it you would just six smash six your six body six. into that yeah, yeah this is how hamstrings you are tight you just roll roll like keep rolling like it. pizza dough yeah <laughs> but it works does it not work though I feel like it works it's a temporary I still do. Fix. Yeah, well, yeah. if if you do it every day, is it still temporary? <laughs> it's a temporary everyday fix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, fix, it goes away. Yeah, that's. Cr- I always wondered. It comes and it goes away for a week. Where did that? Where did that? Where did that concept of smashing your muscles come from? They called it like what? It myofascial release. I, I was and gonna then, say Duffin came up with it. Yeah, body body tempering. Under body, the, no, no, the that wasn't. Press. That was Donnie no. Thompson. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, but Duffin's stuff was after Kelly. Kelly was, he was the first one to smash all his body, like his body but, parts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Kelly and and Duffin definitely had like they coincided in the same era. But like Donnie Thompson had his own line of cement filled steel <laughs> because you know. You know uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 the kabuki has the geisha, but that the geisha is just literally uh, a rebranding wrong. of Donny Thompson's. He ha- Donny Thompson's called his the ex-wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is just like I said, it's a steel tube full of cement, like literally. 
Yeah, remember when we would use that thing every training session at Metro? I don't know why people trusted me so much. Like, hey, Abe, can you roll me out with that extremely dangerous piece of just construction equipment? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Let me just roll oh, this on your back. Like so many times, Anas almost destroyed my toes just <laughs> dropping that thing. <laughs> You know what? Now, you know what? The funny thing is, now like people do similar stuff, um, but like they have like a different name for it. Yeah. Like for someone oh, like, like who would, like if you're for that geisha, like maybe like so like someone would tell you like, oh, you have compression in your back. I'm just gonna release that <laughs> compression, or I don't know. Like I'm gonna apply Isn't some that... anterior compression so your <laughs> posterior compression goes away. <laughs> Yeah, so your body right now, it has a lot of negative energy, so I'm going to use this magnet that has a lot of positive energy, and I'm going to hey, just shoot all that negative energy out of Maybe that's like in 2025, that would be the, the new meta. Be the term, yeah, yeah. Gonna, oh, yeah. I should probably keep that to myself for now then. Yeah. Hey, Put Josh, you what's your fa- Josh, what's your favorite one from that from that meme? Well, it's not a meme, it's that, from that oh, post. Oh, man. It's life. That's uh, just a timeline. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, I mean... The last one. The squat university one is pretty good. The squat university is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the squat university. Hamstring issue is an, is an ankle dorsiflexion issue. Oh, man. Oh, man. You, you know what? Good. Like, uh, the functional pattern one is pretty good because, ironically, I know people at school that are like that. There are hamstrings. You have those? Like everything uh, in your body it's, ra- it's rarely ever your hamstrings I'm like what are you sure like you learn this in <laughs> class like you do have hamstrings <laughs> that one's pretty let me good. ask both of y'all a question what do you think mm-hmm. about the concept i feel like i would always hear the um a lot about ankle dorsiflexion since anas mentioned it and that's quite university meme like i would always hear that ankle dorsiflexion is the reason that you're not hitting depth and that uh, heeled shoes assist in that you don't have to rely on your own mobility in your ankles. Like, is that, is that a thing in, in like the, in the, the meta that y'all are a part of back then ankle dorsiflexion? Or, right, or right now? Is that true? I guess what I'm saying that, is like, is that a, is that a, I mean, like right now, is that a, what we right, know right. now, like is ankle dorsiflexion that now, important? No, I think it's just like a one part of the equation. Like you have, like your squat, like whenever you squat, you're not only moving your ankles, like you're, it's a whole body. Like you hear all, like your hips have to move, your knees have to move. So like, why are you like hyper-focused on your ankles? <laughs> So my body everyone, starts, man. Starts everyone, <laughs> everyone's like your ankles. No, I, I yeah, think about- honestly, honestly, with the with the dorsiflexion thing, like everyone says, like it's a dorsiflexion issue. When most of the time, it's just like people like mismanaging their center of gravity, like either, either <laughs> sitting too far back on their heels or yeah. falling too far forward on their toes. Like it's most of the time, it's not that complicated. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that that's it's it's one part of the equation, but. Um, as long as you can maintain your balance throughout the lift with whatever shoe, like if if it's a heeled shoe, cool. If it's not a heeled shoe, like it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you can maintain your center of gravity and you know hit depth. Obviously, <laughs> you're not gonna get the lift if you don't hit depth. So the thing you with know, the heeled shoe is like it, it helps you to hit depth. So yeah, you, you'll be surprised like how little dorsiflexion you need to hit depth. Yeah. Like you, you need more of like hip flexion and knee flexion to hit depth than like, cause you need like a certain amount of, you need a certain amount of flexion to hit depth in a squat. It's like, why, why does it have to all come from your, from your ankles? Like, like your hips, like don't have, don't work or your, Oh, Abe, you, know, you have a question? Yes. No, I saw it. Go ahead. Dang, no. dang was that the first time you used it was that the first time you dang used it, it. Um, so something that I got from Chad Smith was Wesley Smith Chad oh, Wesley good. Smith excuse me His something name I got from one. Chad something I got from CS, CWS was that you don't need to spend you know half of your workout warming up every single day if you have a consistent training regimen you're going to have a generally mobile body for what you're doing so that, because I remember 
this was around the time where again i was spending i was spending like 30 minutes doing like before i even touched the barbell i would just do some mobility work you're trying to become and it a, was like a every, leopard i was trying to be a tender tiger <laughs> smash your body with supernova. <laughs> i was trying to become one with earth and i was trying to just dig dig myself into the ground but so that was something that I still hold true to this day. Like I will warm up with a few sets of whatever the movement that I'm going to be doing is obviously like working, like working up to the working sets and I'll spend a little bit more time being, you know, extra diligent of my warmups, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to find like a band and I'm not going to do like voodoo floss and I'm not going to do a, a lacrosse ball. So that is a, a tip that I still employ today, which is not, spending so much time warming up every day especially if you are training consistently because your body will generally maintain that level of mobility that you'll need again yeah, assuming you're not like a gymnast or something yeah i think back then like because like we don't know anything like we were like okay well let's try to do everything and maybe one of these things will work but like you don't really know what helped like what actually gave you like warmed you up for your squat better so you just kind of do everything you know and like one of those things was probably like one of the thing, one of them is only help. Like one of one of those things is helping, and the rest like is just waste of time. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't know which one is working, so I'm gonna do everything <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, um, and, Mike and, one, T, and one will hit. Uh-huh. Mike Mike T talked about that a lot too when it comes to training, and that's something I, I I still think about when he said that if you are trying to see what is working in your training and you change too many things at once it's hard to it's hard to identify what was the reason for the positive or the negative reaction so that you only want to change one variable at a time and that yeah. that's that's such a concept that has crazy amounts of relevance to not just training but just root cause analysis in general but isn't that, isn't that how people do research just like yeah, test one right. variable at a time like it's just yeah. like basic yeah. Like the scientific method isn't that what's the scientific method again uh have a hypothesis you test it you yeah. draw a conclusion and then you retest and you you see if your hypothesis was true or not and then you retest but yeah like it's stuff that sounds basic but if you're not if you're not in that scene like like some people are more than others and you don't have a direct correlation to that world that line of thinking may not come as naturally to some people and i think that's where experience comes into play because i don't think any of us are necessarily like genetically gifted in any specific way to where we just are able to become like super freaks like mad juicy you know trend bologna sandwiches but (laughs) i think i think where we get a lot of our i think where where our relevancy comes into play is our experience in the fact that we have trial and error that we have you know done to ourselves and we've figured out yeah some of what works and what doesn't yeah and probably like in, in five years like we'll probably look back at this time and it was like damn we didn't know anything back then either <laughs> like in 2021 we didn't know anything either yeah man yeah i mean when you know when research comes around shows and proves otherwise and like you said it's it's pretty much just your own trial and error experiment and whatever works, you blame it on this thing or you blame it on this thing. And then it becomes highly specific to you, but may or may not help someone else. So. Yeah. If I, if I could wrap up by saying that to echo what Anas said about feeling like we didn't know anything when we first started and then oh. having that potential... Oh, what was I wrong? Did no, you feel like you no. knew something? Back then, I think we thought like that we knew what we were doing. Back then, right? But when we yeah, compared we knew, what we know now to what yeah, we knew now, then, now, now when we look back at it, it's like, oh yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, we didn't know, but, yeah. But back like in the, in the like in that time, like whenever we were trying to oh, hit yeah, drive we and do five by fives, we were like, on we're, it. Oh yeah, yeah we, we were. We knew what was like, going on. Yeah, we knew exactly what we were, what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I but I think what what I was trying to kind of sum up is the ability to identify that you don't know everything and being open to new uh, techniques, research, knowledge, trains of thoughts, whatever it is. I think that that's going to be what would yield uh, the greatest amount of, of growth, growth 
in a lifter yes. exactly it's it's, it's, it's op- opening your mind so that when we look back five, five years where we are now compared to where we're gonna be you're right enough so we may think that well man we didn't know what we were doing in 2021 now we're doing magnet rooms and we don't have any now we don't even use barbells anymore we space just use mirrors. <laughs> space mirrors <laughs> josh so. do you keep up with like the rehab like trends that are going on like with like uh load man like everyone's like talking about like oh the only thing that works is load management so people will say like oh the breathing drills pri stuff only like th- th- this is the stuff that works like do you keep up with that and like and like what's going on on social media a little bit yeah mm-hmm. so i know that the trend right now it's kind of following powerlifting a little bit where you don't want to change too much and you want to focus on like um you know the main things that kind of pertain to your injury and then kind of like do more specificity as it comes to what you're doing later on but uh i think the meta in rehab world right now is a lot of breathing stuff because like because have y'all seen that that breath belt that came out like oh i mean oh yeah i don't even don't we're not even gonna talk about that can we talk about that Oh, okay. Next episode. Oh, what is a yeah. next episode? Oh, God. But yeah, like now, you know what? You can, know can what? We, like, can we stop that? recording this one and <laughs> stop on, recording this on. one and just immediately start recording the next one? <laughs> about the breath belt. Yeah. No, the what funny is... thing about the breath belt is the way they market it. Like I just the name. like they just yeah, like they use like they're trying to use fancy like uh, I don't know like they're just they're just trying to sell you something that doesn't doesn't work. I don't. It's it's kind of weird how they marketed it. Josh, can you can you link can, a can brother you, yeah, can, a can link you in the chat? Out, like, can you find the that one belt? post? Like, I, where? Yeah, give me a sec. Who was it? Was it um, what's what's that guy's name? He's a USBA lifter. He has actually he's with Kabuki. Too. He was with Kabuki. Joe Joe Sullivan. Joe what's yeah, his name? Oh, the one that bent the bar when he was yeah, yeah, that yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was he was talking about it and like he was trying to sell it, and like in his caption, like if he if we can find that. Like the that actual product on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, give me a second. But yeah, like, like once, as as you're trying to find it, like you know, like how we were talking about, like Josh is talking, like the um, the meta and like the rehab is, like the breathing drills now, and you have people okay. just talking about like, oh, the only thing that works is just like load management, and some people tell you, no, the only wor- the only thing that works is that, and, like, and they're everyone just like, uh, like th- this sounds like it's. it's, it's it feels like they're they're all fighting against against each other. So Whereas, I found, like, I found, you found the it? page for it, and you're saying there was a caption that he said about it. No, like the way they're trying to market it. Because, like, okay, the breath. I'm on what, what the official it, what it Instagram. What does it do? Diaphragm conditioner, turn on abs, QL, psoas, tool for hip hinge and back pain. Uh, and this is apparently, so it looks like it's just a normal belt. Tutorial, Joe Sullivan. Great instructional video from Joe Sullivan, world record holding powerlifter and has been an integral part of getting to the BB, getting the BB to athletes, getting the BB? Oh, breath belt <laughs> to athletes <laughs> to breath at all levels <laughs> of the powerlifting community uh, and beyond. Acti- so he uses the emoji, uh, the arm flexing. And then the little cloud, the cloud looks like a fart to me. So it looks like the arms <laughs> farting. Active nice. versus passive. Yeah, so this is a whole, this is a whole, uh, this is a real thing. Okay, we can't talk about it right now because that's going to be a whole other thing. But um, what was the point of you bringing this up in us? Is this witchcraft? Is this snake oil? <laughs> yeah, so like the whole. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's I know the... you've all been waiting with bated breath for me to come out with another breath belt Everyone's been waiting. Oh, who's waiting? Oh, every, everyone's, who's waiting? Yeah, honestly, he's got two thousand likes was, on this video. Who was standing outside waiting for for that? You know what's funny? The distribution of of uh, uh, okay. So I feel like I feel like people were drawn to that for some reason because the engagement on all of his other posts. So I'm looking at the other posts, and there's like seventy likes, a hundred likes, forty likes, and on this one post, for some reason, there's two thousand views. So I wonder. If it was a uh, hey, go check out this product kind of thing. Yeah. What do y'all think yeah, about it this? Was, it was like that. I was probably like, go check out this Everyone thing that doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was. It was yeah. a meme. Like the, the most most of the exposure came from from it being a meme. 
I don't know, man. If it can turn on my abs, they've been off <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I mean, you can turn them on right now. Just flip the switch. You know, you know, how you turn them on, right? No, no. How do I do that? There's there's this button in your uh-huh. left erector. Yeah, close to your oh, butt crack. Left erector. Uh huh. Yeah, down to your butt crack. Give that a little flip. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't flip it. Oh, your abs will turn <laughs> right turned on. on. It's not my abs. It's not your abs. Could you imagine somebody in a powerlifting meet? Like, your belly finger turned on? Using? <laughs> my belly finger just went up. Like, someone's like, hey, is this allowable in the meet? And they're just, they just look at it, equipment check, and they're just like, yeah, dog, whatever. <laughs> okay, just go ahead. Fine, bro. It's like, yeah, my diaphragm won't work without this. My <laughs> my body doesn't work, doesn't function without this belt. That's all. I can't it's like a medical it. condition, Doug. <laughs> yeah, medical like, condition. yeah, my abs are turned off unless I'm wearing it. Unless I'm wearing it, they're on. This is so funny. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. I'm looking that's at all these. I'm looking at all these posts. Rehab world is going. <laughs> so we we know even okay, awesome. More more and less, you know. But some good, some bad, I guess. Yeah, this some, good, some good, some bad, some useless. That one is useless, but like there is some good, oh, uh... some bad. I, I think most most of this stuff, <laughs> like I think they're all tools. But everyone's like they want to sell you like, oh, my tool is the best tool out there. Where like you don't use a hammer for everything. You probably use like a screwdriver like every once in a while. You might use a hammer like for another. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you're not always you know gonna use say. the same tool. If the t- if the only tool you have in your toolbox is a hammer, then everything, everything looks, looks like, like a, nail a nail. Yeah, exactly. And the funny exactly. thing is, like the people who post, like who say that, like are the ones who who are promoting their their tool, like who are telling you, like, oh, <laughs> this is the best yeah. hammer you've ever seen. The best hammer. This hammer can do anything. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you? Just, why can't you just like accept that all these things are tools and you can probably use them like in the in the right context. I mean, breathing, breathing has like some, <laughs> it, it might work for like a certain context, but it's not the only thing. It's not, you're breathing through your mouth and your hamstrings are starved for oxygen. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck is that? Your These body is so disjointed, dude. Your body is so like, it, it depends on different sources of air. Like the air from your nose won't go to your quads. Strong first. Your hamstrings are weak. And you need more kettlebells, kettlebell swings. <laughs> but I remember watching. Hold on, last last thing. I remember watching this Dave Tate video, and like he was trying to teach someone how to how to brace. So like he had had them doing this crocodile breathing. Have you ever heard of that? No. What so is the crocodile, crocodile breathing? So crocodile breathing is whenever you lay on your stomach, and you try to breathe into your stomach, basically, or I don't know what it is. Like, you can't really breathe into your stomach, but whatever. So like he was. <laughs> You can swallow so like, air, can't you? Yeah. So like he was like he was walking and checking on people. He's like, "Hey, can you feel it?" He's like, "Yeah, I can feel it." It's like he walks up like to another guy. He's like, "Oh, so can you feel it?" He's like, "No." Then he just like he just puts his foot on his back and he presses his foot on the guy's back and you hear his back pop. He's like, "It's like, can you feel it now?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I can feel it now." Yeah, dog, just get your back, get your feet off my back, dog. I can feel it. Whatever. I don't know why I paid for this. He was, he was like, the man was stepping on him, like he was stepping on his back to try to teach him how to breathe. I was like, "What is this, dude? Isn't that something? Teaching people how to breathe, ain't that? That's just incredible." Yeah, we forget how to breathe. We only breathe. 24 hours a day yeah hey omar isov told me uh, that i had to practice the vasalva maneuver where you that's the pressurized breathing into your diaphragm yeah, while you, you push you that's the thing actually whenever you press your yeah. tongue at the top of your mouth oh yeah i still do that that's another one. Oh, um uh mike israel told me that when i'm bracing i should think about trying to blow out the candles on a birthday cake with like a hundred candles so that i can just empty empty all the air out of my body and then mm-hmm. that'll pressurize my midsection and then just take a pressurized air to breathe instead of like big big that, air that's a good that's a good actually that's actually a good tip because like that yeah, will it is push, that will push your ribs down like instead of people try to tell you like hey push your ribs down push your ribs down like all you have to do is just take a full exhale and your ribs yeah. will go down okay 
Okay, that, yeah. that's some good stuff. We, we have, see, yeah, that, these are these are tips that these are tips that we learned. We had to learn, and and everyone yes. just gets to listen, and they know now. So there's no excuse. Everyone's a good lifter now. Thank oh, you all yeah. so much for listening once again. Uh, means a lot to us. Like, uh, follow the podcast. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. We are everywhere, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Follow us on Instagram at Chalk My Back. Engage with us on the community. See you next week. Uh, we're on OnlyFans. Um, we will no longer be having pornography on our OnlyFans. So if you missed that, I'm so sorry. Um, a lot of good stuff. So I'm sorry, Sad. Josh. Your your nudity Wednesdays are gonna have to take a back seat for now. Okay. How are you, how are you gonna make money? Yeah, that's that's, that's tough. How are you gonna pay for school? <laughs>